from North Hollywood. No, not that Hollywood. Or that Hollywood. It's the Bloodcast! Tonight, Will Sterling. From Chicago, Illinois, Farad Muhammad. Also, Stupid Human Tricks. Plus, Paul Schaefer in the world's most dangerous band. And now, a man who insists on always being his own understudy. Christian Blatt. Welcome to the Black Cast, because that's how we start the show. It is I, Christian Blatt, on Twitter, at ChristianDMZ, and Instagram, at ChristianDMZ as well. You're very charged this morning. Yeah, you know what? I am charged this morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the time-space Space continuum. continuum yeah. uh, because uh, I got a pump on before I came here, which we'll talk about in a moment. Who yeah. am I talking to? Oh, my God, it's Will Sterling, at Will Sterling Did you underscore. say mind of God? Mm-hmm. I am the mind of God. I, I mean, maybe. I'm the splinter of the mind. I am. So, uh, at Will Sterling underscore, Mm -hmm. and joined in studio for a triumphant return to one Los Angeles two, the black cast, Farad Muhammad, spelled Fard Muhammad (laughs) on Twitter. He just corrected me. Yeah. (laughs) I always forget. He's so nice about it. He's like, oh, that's right, Fard. And you're like, it's it's Fard, by the way. And I was like, wait, don't you spell it differently? So really, it's his fault. But then he said, no, it's his mom's fault. Yeah, Yeah, your mom named you. Yeah. Yeah. So you did not choose your name when you were born. No, I did not. No. Uh, What would you have chosen for a name? You know, assuming, you know, obviously Muhammad would have been your last name. What do you think would have gone well with that? Um, Jimmy Muhammad? Will Sterling underscore? Will Sterling underscore is Muhammad. Yeah, Yeah. that could work there, too. Yeah. uh, 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 Muhammad DMZ, something Whoa. like that. <laughs> you know, there was somebody, I can't remember now who, somebody did actually give themselves a DMZ really? a Twitter name. I mean, look, there, and they were online. No it, it wasn't Sarah DMZ. I mean, obviously, right. we, we remember her. But uh, no, it was somebody that was just a listener, and they were, they were like claimed Felt a DMZ. So close username. to the DMZ. Yeah. Oh, nice. Anyway, demilitarizes. Farad, thank you for joining us here in beautiful North Hollywood, California. On whatever day part this happens to be, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have a uh, a lovely stroll down memory lane. And uh, it's been a little while since we've talked to you—probably a couple years, right? Yeah, since like about twenty fourteen. Because the yeah, last time so. you were out here, uh, we still had a radio show. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> is that when we saw? The last time I saw you was backstage at the stand-up special. That was America, that that trip, uh, 180. America One Eighty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, America One Eighty was the last yeah. time I was in Los Angeles. Okay, yeah. yeah, and and you also swung by the studio during that trip as well. Yep, and yep. I believe I believe we recorded a broadcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and you are one of three people to be part of the only broadcast ever recorded in Chicago. Yeah, it was yeah. You, myself, and Rob Lorich. Lorich, that's right. And that was when we first really trotted out the Gene Simmons impression, <laughs> because <laughs> uh, he had been on the show that afternoon, and we were just walking around, we were getting some dinner, and he started doing this Gene Simmons impression. I'm like, well, where the fuck was that when you were on the radio show? <laughs> you were saving that, and you gave us Truman Capote, which is also very good. But I was just like, oh, I mean, you know, hold on. And you know, as Kiss fan, he understood Gene, and that's yes. really the key. You have to understand the things that he would say about himself, right? And the products that they have. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, you've. Uh, this is. I think this is your third Blackcast. I, I could have so, done yeah. some research. Uh, second one in person. I think the first one I did was over the phone when I was at work. Yeah. 
Oh, well, <laughs> then I'm all Did you get fired? No, no, no. Oh, thank God. Break, so okay. It worked mm-hmm. out. Okay. Anyway, fraud, what's new? Not much. Uh, <laughs> what brings well, you out here to the City of Angels? Well, I haven't been here in about a few years, so I felt that it was uh, it was time for me to return. You Lean know, into the mic a little bit. Meet, there. Uh, yeah, meet up with some uh, friends of mine who uh, who did comedy in Chicago and moved on to Los Angeles. Meet some other people who are Los Angeles locals. Uh, catch a couple of talk shows, you know. Um, so and yeah, when uh, we've uh, spoken uh, with you in the past, we've talked a lot about uh, your affinity for late night talk shows. Yes. And which shows are you seeing when you're out here? Uh, well, I just saw Conan yesterday. And, and this is, of course, the TBS Conan. Had you yes. ever seen a TBS Conan before? Yes, I have. I attended the uh, fourth episode back in November of 2010. And, Will, you may not know this or may not remember this. Yeah. Uh, Farad has the distinction of attending the first Conan O'Brien Tonight Show. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, first person in line, actually. Once all the uh, people were waiting for uh, standby tickets left, I was I was left in line because I wasn't going to travel 3,000 miles for a chance to see Conan O'Brien. I had my reservations on hand already. Right. So I was able to uh, get right to the front of the line. I sat right behind uh, the executive producer and the head writer. and you know, it was just So the, you, you sat behind, what, Jeff Ross and Mike Sweeney? Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. I interned there, so I... Uh, <laughs> and I was also a page, but... Uh, <laughs> They don't know me, but I remember them very well. Mike Sweeney used to do the warm-up okay. for the, well, Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Yeah. And he was great at it. He had, you know, as most warm-up guys do, they kind of have the same jokes that work really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, would, he would do a lot of crowd work, and it was good, but his insults were all the same insults. Right. It, it's a local <laughs> reference that uh, people won't necessarily get. You, basically, wherever you said, you know, he's like, here, we'll do the exchange. Okay. Hey, uh, where do you go to college? Cal State Long Beach. Great. You have to love a college that advertises on Hot 97. And that's, <laughs> see, I'm glad you laughed at it. That's a that's a, a local, like, you know, the disco station. Right. In New York. And it's what he would say. And he would always get a big laugh every time. Yeah. And the warm-up comedian for the Reggie Donald Show, Joey Cola, also used a lot of canned material, which yeah. is just the way it works. My right. friend Tom Kelly does the warm-up for The View. He's been on the podcast a number of times. And, you know, you just, you have go-tos. You have things, you have things that work. And when Joey Cola, he ran around a lot, so he'd be sweating. So he'd always be like, I'm sweating like Mike Tyson at a spelling bee. And then the one that, <laughs> one that he took out of the rotation was, I'm sweating like Michael Jackson at a playground. Oh. Yeah, which I guess that the rosy crowd, you know, maybe somebody no, was like, no. Damn, I, I don't think I appreciated that. No. But <laughs> that, was my, that was my favorite. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, you saw a Conan. And yes. it's not Conan exclamation point, is it? No. Because I would call that show Conan with an exclamation point. <laughs> point, but yeah. it's not. No, it's just coded in uh, all capital letters. But I was thinking. No, okay. I, I, I think but it's all caps. That's still a lot. That's still an exclamation. You can still yell it. Yeah, right? Conan. Yeah. Conan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. As opposed to the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that just didn't didn't roll off the tongue no. clearly. Uh, <laughs> and what else are you see? You're gonna go see uh, Kimmel. Because go see Kimmel later on. Is there day. is there a uh, band performing there, or do you know the guest lineup? Because they uh, have a really ahead, no. out of all the talk shows I've ever been to or worked on, they have the coolest setup. They have out back. They have like a little courtyard, mm-hmm. and the bands perform out there. And you know they'll do a song for the era, but then they'll do like six more songs. Right. You know? right. So I, I've seen. Uh, I went to a few of them. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's always fun. So for your sake, I hope that there's a band that performs. But uh, it, as, as always, when you go into one of those TV studios, what's the, what's the first thing that people say or you might remark yourself when uh, you look around? It's cold in there? Yep. Or, yeah. Also, how small it is. Yeah, that's another thing. And too, it's yeah. stunning how some of the small studios, how like SNL is a big studio. 
because yeah. they have to put a lot of stages in there and it's still small. Like you yeah. still can't believe how small it's. But like the old late night with Conan O'Brien studio was, oh, yeah, was tiny. Yeah, because yeah. you you went to that show as well, right? I didn't go to the uh, late night show. No, oh. I went to the Tonight Show. Look, like, Farad, are you a fan or not? I mean, come on. <laughs> I've never been to New York before then, and, oh. I just meant, and we just mentioned Tonight Show. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I have heard stories about uh, 6B, mm-hmm. I believe it was here. Yeah. Actually, it was 6A. 6A? Yeah, okay, 6A. yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, 6B was where uh, it was part of the Yeah, it was part of the tour, Studio 6A. And I'll, I'll give you a little, little known fact. Before yeah. Jimmy Fallon moved into 6B, uh, WNBC Local News was in that studio. So they obviously had to make it a little bit bigger for so that the roots could fit in there. I would have gotcha. liked to have seen that because that was a, obviously a pretty small studio. So that's great. You're going to those two shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to go see some comedy because oh, one yeah. thing, anybody who follows Farad at Fard Muhammad, I have to explain, yeah, you know, like, yeah, at F-A-R-D audio, Muhammad. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I say follow at Farad Muhammad. Then people will start to spell yeah, it. That's understandable. And I don't yeah. know if that guy exists. Like there could be a F-A-R-A-D Muhammad. Will's already researching. <laughs> you know who probably owns it? The guy who has at Will Sterling. Yeah, Will yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. Guy, <laughs> that guy bought up, he bought up at Christian Blatt, which I couldn't get. Believe and it or not, probably got to add Dennis Miller too. You know? uh, <laughs> no, Dennis knows it was. It's like a guy who. Oh no, oh, that's a furniture that was DennisMiller.com, I think. It's somebody who owns a furniture store or something. Mm. Anybody who follows you knows that you're a big fan of seeing live comedy. There's oh, yeah. a lot of events you go to um, in Chicago. There mm. is there is a, a Farad Muhammad. This is how you spell your last name. Same way. M U H A M. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he has. So tell us about has, at Farad. He is following two people. Okay. Um... <laughs> Okay. If what one of them is Will be, Sterling, it's going to blow my mind. What looks to be two robots, and he has no followers. Wow. But he's posted. His last tweet was the 15th of February, 2011. Wow. It's Jeez. been a while. <laughs> yeah. And so you know what? Follow this guy, too. It's yeah, not in English. Well. Yeah. 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 Not in English. No. No. Oh. But he exists. Was it in Arabic? Because of the name Muhammad? Mm. I, just uh, I think my translating had like a hard time with it mm. so you don't have letters you don't have the tardis phone i do not have the tardis phone so. no all right so you're gonna see some live comedy while you're here yes and whom are you going to see perform um I'm or are you just gonna go to the comedy store yeah and, i'm just uh, gonna go to the comedy store and a few other and like the the improv and all that there i mean i've, I've been to the comedy store earlier this week and i saw sebastian Benescalco and a couple people that was one of dennis's uh, favorite guests oh, it's funny yeah. you come to la to see a chicago guy right yeah <laughs> Yeah. I actually seen a few Chicago people. Uh, the uh, there's a Chicago show called Comedians You Should Know over at the Improv in their lab room. And are they comedians that. that you should know? They are comedians you should know. Yes. So I do I know them? Or um, I don't know if you know them, oh, but I believe should. that. Yeah, uh, yeah apparently exactly. I should. You should know them. Yeah, exactly. So um, and uh, so yeah, I was able to attend a uh, I was able to attend that one and uh, went, went over to a TV taping of a show called uh, This Is Not Happening uh, on Comedy Central. It, it, I think it originally starred uh, Ari Shafir, but this time around it was starred by Roy Wood Jr. Okay, I remember Roy Wood Jr. Was he on Steve Burns' uh, yes. sitcom? Yeah. Yeah. Did you read the Ghostbusters theme song? No, no, that's Ray Parker, Parker Jr. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I usually get those two mixed yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah, thinking of there. Roy Wood Sr. Yeah, right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who wrote the Ghost Breakers score for the <laughs> right. movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Very Lawrence, Lawrence Welk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to follow wonderful Farad. And uh, so what was that show? I I, I, I don't know. I'm well, not no, as cool no. as I used to be. Well, just, I, just, just, just also clarify, Roy Wood is also now a, a correspondent on the uh, on the Trevor Noah Daily Show. And, which is uh, important to say, the Trevor Noah Daily Show. Yeah. Because, because it's not the Daily Show. Exactly. You know, you know the only there was only one real Daily Show, and, and that's that when Kilborn hosted. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's <laughs> that's when the show was what it really needed to be. And I mean, what, ever since then, it's been good. Go- I mean, it was just, it was just to be fair, I did 
you'd like five questions. Yes. <laughs> and I remember John Stewart's first week, he started, I think he had like four questions and he went down to one question. And then after that first week, it was over. Like yeah. they said he wanted, the joke was that they wanted to wean the audience off of five questions. Yeah. I remember but that. Uh, Kilby took that over to his CBS show, Five mm-hmm. Questions. Well, it's been a while since yeah. uh, Kilby's had a, uh, because we had the other Craig. We had uh, yeah, Craig, Craig Ferguson, Ferguson right, since right. then. And now we have uh, James Corden. James Corden. Yeah. Of Doctor Who fame. Yes, of Doctor Who. And Into the Woods. <laughs> Craig. Yeah. Craig, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting Craig, that his yeah. name's Craig. We met him. Because I remember. Yeah. I know we met him. I was yeah. going to get into that. I'm telling the people that we met him, not you. <laughs> I know like, you know we like met I was him. There. I'm reminding the audience. The listeners need to know this. You think that they don't remember that we met him? I'm certain they don't remember that we met him. Yeah, I don't remember. That was you like years ago. My wife who's listening right now, you know, like four months from now when she, she finally was gets there. Her, but she, she probably remember. doesn't remember. Probably. <laughs> but actually, I remember you guys got the, uh, the soft opening. We told you and Nicole that uh, we were expecting Felix yes. at that very thing because oh, we were sitting oh, around right. that was right before Lawrence came into town it was before the big birthday party yeah. the big karaoke and we are just sitting around and we were talking I and remember. it was like I just sort of like you know rolled the eyes and I was like well, it would yeah. be awkward to like stop the conversation right. yeah, we were like in in that realm of conversation yeah. you know, no, I remember like that. having kids and we were like it's like well I could say no we never will <laughs> ever and then and then like two days later be like surprise right. so yeah so you you knew before a lot i of remember people. that night very well because i took the drink out of heather's hand immediately once she told me oh yeah yeah but I she was like, heather but there but there wasn't liquor in the drink i'm kidding but i got a i got a soft drink for her <laughs> <laughs> and then we did a key bump in the bathroom yes so. you and i were fine we <laughs> yeah. didn't have babies <laughs> we weren't uh, yeah so anyway obviously that that's the thread though his character in doctor who was craig mm-hmm. only people named craig or who've played craig yes. can host that show i'm gonna look up at some point tom snyder probably was called craig uh, probably, probably in like a movie or something yeah because like yeah. he was in so many movies <laughs> uh so no james Gordon taping for you though. Uh, no, no. No carpool uh, karaoke where he drives around with you. No, no. And recites some of your favorite bits from the Dennis what, Miller show. What, <laughs> what would you say? Woodsy Monkston. <laughs> Woodsy Monkston. The uh, well, reluctant survivalist. survivalist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. That's right. <laughs> uh, that's good. But no, um, I I mean, uh, going to a TV taping of uh, of Corden would be nice, but I want to space things out so that you I don't want to spend every day up. in a TV taping. Because exactly, here's the thing: exactly, yeah, the talk show tapings aren't that bad. No, you do have to get there a couple hours beforehand, and mm-hmm. then it takes a little while to filter up. But a sitcom taping is something that should be fun, yeah. and and it can be. But it usually isn't because <laughs> it's like you got to laugh at the same jokes, you know, four times. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to laugh harder the fourth time than you did the first time. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I took my parents were out here. This is forever ago. We went to a taping of Two and a Half Men because that's what my mom wanted to see. Heather Locklear was a guest star. Oh, there you it's go. It's a big reunion between Charlie Sheen and Heather Locklear. And, um,. <laughs> Oh my god, you couldn't remember any of your fucking lines. Like, <laughs> none. And it was just like, I, and it was just like, I have an aversion when I see her ever since then. And because I know she dated David Spade. And that's just, <laughs> you know, you talk about self esteem problems. Yeah. Love me, Spundling. But, uh, <laughs> and it just, I, I just took so long. It was like, it was maybe four hours, you know, for, for a half hour show. 22 minute show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I guess my mom was excited and she enjoyed it, you know, mm. because this is Charlie Sheen before Watching the magic happened. Before we all knew. You know? Well, I mean, we here's the thing. Yeah, my, yeah but we, before we knew that 
you know, he had tiger blood. But you go back and you watch, see those episodes and like his teeth and his mouth and his face. I'm like, he was like on drugs from the beginning. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know that so jacked while up. he's in the public eye, I don't know if he's ever not been That's on true. drugs. That's very true. <laughs> you know? Like, I remember I mean, he, One of his first appearances was a Ferris Bueller's Day Off where he yeah. was arrested for drugs. So. That's oh, right. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah and at the end. I remember once he and Brett Michaels, the lead singer of Poison, uh, mm. bought out all the tickets for a section in the outfield. I think it was at Angel Stadium. could have been Dodger Stadium. Mm. Because they were determined to catch a foul ball. And so they just kept cutting to the two of them just sitting there, you know, the whole section of them. So no, no foul balls, no home runs. Nothing came over there the whole time. Mm. Even then I was like... What are you going to do there other than get high? You have right. the whole section. Right. You know? <laughs> so uh, anyway, my point being, he was definitely high when he decided, like, you know, we're going to we're gonna buy, I don't know, we're going to buy a thousand tickets, whatever it is. Not yeah. that the, even the money. It's just such a stupid thing to do. Because <laughs> couldn't you just, you know, talk to one of the players yes. and, and buy a ball? Right. <laughs> but I guess he wanted to catch it. I guess that's probably yeah. that's that's what happens when uh, when Daddy goes off to Saigon with Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> Can't believe him, fucking Saigon. Uh, anyway, I believe the line was Saigon. Saigon. Shit, shit. <laughs> that's right. Will's doing the one man show yes. of Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Apop- Apocalypse Then. Apocalypse Then. then? <laughs> yes, that's my one man show of it. By the way, Felix loves the uh, children's book A Pop Up. Collects now. <laughs> it sounded really so much better in my head. It sounded so much better in my head than I said it out loud. A pop-up collapse now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's like you can you can pull the tab and then you see you see Dennis Hopper and yeah. and it's just you know, it's weird. Like Felix's first phrase that he ever said was. Did you know that if is a middle word in life? You know, and it's just fucking crazy. You know, and. I got his hair cut, and he, he wanted it shaved more. Okay. And, and so we, we just went cue ball. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, the horror. <laughs> you think he's going to be okay, that kid? I, I think so, right? Did he talk about wanting a surfboard back because it's a good board? Yeah, because yeah. it's a good board. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, he, he does love the smell of napalm in the morning. So yeah. you know what? There's probably going to be some issues from that. But mm. I think we raised him well. Oh, yeah. You know, some of the other kids are talking about Thomas the Tank Engine or Paw Patrol. I'm not even quite sure what that is. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or something. No. Yeah. You have to watch the, the, the Redux, the Redo version yeah the like four hour version where they hang where out they, french people yeah, yeah which is amazing if you like that movie there's like a 45 minute sequence where they're on a plantation with french people yeah. it does not advance even one iota not, story. At, not at all but it's so great yeah it's like finding a lost episode like yes. it used to happen a lot where you know when the simpsons was first in reruns you know i would watch it and i'm like oh my god i haven't seen this one right and mm-hmm at that point having not seen a Simpsons meant that you had not seen like a great episode of television yeah, right. now it means oh there's oh. Some, a mediocre half hour with a couple of laughs yeah, <laughs> yeah. but if they're hiring um, what's that I said a couple oh, a I couple thought left. I thought you said you booked a couple I'm like wait a minute you're gonna be a voice on the Simpsons I was very <laughs> a couple of Simpsons yeah. yeah yeah I'm gonna be the new you're Homer be, are you, oh I thought oh. you were gonna be the new Troy McClure <laughs> you may remember Will, for some, McClure. you yeah. may remember me from such podcasts as this one you're listening to right now <laughs> the bad guys and, you also may remember me from the Motivation Report. Add Motivate Report. Troy McClure and... Uh, Lionel Hutz? The Caveman Lawyer. Oh, oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen yeah. of the jury, I'm just caveman. <laughs> Your world frightens and com- confuses me. God, it was always so good the, being able to play that on the, on the radio show because you knew you had like two minutes of just... You could collect your thoughts. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury... I'm just a caveman. 
I fell in some ice and later got thawed out by some of your scientists. Your world frightens and confuses me. Sometimes the honking horns of your traffic make me want to get out of my BMW and run off into the hills or whatever. Sometimes when I get a message on my fax machine, I wonder, did little demons get inside and type it? I don't know. My primitive mind can't grasp these concepts. Anyway, so we went down that rabbit hole because of the fact that I said TV tapings. TV tapings, yes. Yeah. And so you're not going to TV taping every night. Now, no. are you going to do anything particularly uh, Hollywood? Are you going to go have lunch at the Ivy? Are you going to go punch the Mater D at Spago? <laughs> um, steal silverware from Mr. Chow, which Will and I have both done. I can get your reservations at Dorsey. Um, I don't know what that is. That's an American Psycho thing. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're welcome, anyone who knows that. <laughs> I'll, I tip to be square. Anyway, uh, what else are you going to do uh, here in town? I, I, I mean, uh, for a lot of it, my, my uh, schedule is pretty much free, so I could be able to just meet up with anybody. But, uh, I mean, I've, I mean I've, I've, I've done a few tours beforehand and all so that. So the Studio Backlot Tour. So yeah. you've done Warner Brothers? Oh, wait a minute. Well, I didn't wait. Well... I didn't really do a backlot tour of Warner Brothers, but I, uh, I was able you to... You just get, ran past the security guard and no, tried I, to see everything? I, I actually drove into the studio at one point as a guest uh, for, for taping, seeing a taping of Sullivan and Son. Oh, <laughs> your, your friend Steve Byrne, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> and so that, that, was a really, that was a really cool thing to just drive into the studio and just yeah. have nobody stopping me. You know? right. <laughs> yeah, I had... Uh, when I worked at the Universal lot, I, I, there were like twice that I had like a a special drive on to drive to different because I was in the parking structure and then yeah. you drive in the front gate you're like Hollywood <laughs> you know so it's uh, it's always fun you're leaving it it's good because yeah. people will take a trip anywhere and I've certainly done this and it's just you, everything's so regimented you have yeah. like you know three hour blocks of time accounted for mm -hmm. you know and it, it's good later on today so by the time people hear this it'll already have happened right. you'll uh, spend a little time on the Mystery Science Theater 3000 After yes. Buzz TV after show Absolutely. with myself and my friend Andrew Mena and uh, we will talk about that so People who want to hear more Farad after this is over, you can go back on YouTube or on iTunes and mm -hmm. find the episode that uh, it'll be titled episode 1114. Yes. What was it? The Journey to the Center of the Earth or just... I think it was Journey to the Center Something about yeah. the Center of the Earth. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, but, you know, starring in that movie, Peter Cushing. Yes. And yeah. they made a, uh, a joke early on and they said, uh, hey... It's the Doctor Who that no one will dare cosplay. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. He now is not on the shirt that I'm wearing. Is I, this the version mm. of Journey to the Center of the Earth with the uh, Bernard no, Herrmann score? It is not Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's a much less good movie oh, yeah. than that. Peter you know, Cushing was always like such a great actor in and then he pretty was much in Star all Wars. bad things. <laughs> yeah, he's he's great in Star Wars. There are not look. I, I love Star Wars. Love the franchise. Love that movie. There's not tons of great acting in that film. Not a lot. There's some mediocre acting. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of bad acting, Mark Hamill, and there's good acting, uh, Harrison Ford, and Peter Cushing. Yeah, yeah. And then James everybody Earl Jones. Uh, he's not really acting. Well, voice acting. I mean, speaking. That, yeah, but yeah. that's that's easier when you know it's not like he's he's behind a curtain off stage being you know like now I am the master. No, no, no. It's like done <laughs> later, and he's got like forty takes. That's true. You know, I'm not. You know, look, voice work can be hard, but I, I think. Uh, yeah, how dare you? 
And it's also hard to get into. I'll tell you what's right here. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, you should be able to just record laugh tracks, in all honesty. Believe me, we're, um, I'm investigating that right now. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised we never had you record one for us on the old, on the old uh, Dennis Miller show. show. Yeah. Because uh, we had a Sal laugh that uh, we play once in a while, but then Dennis was like, quit playing that. It's, it's bugging me. So it's not called jo Voyage to the Center of the Earth. This is a much worse movie. Oh. At the Earth's Core. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. So this right, is a much right. worse movie. And as with so many things on Mystery Science Theater 3000, it's kind of like a movie that's a good movie and, and it's a bad version of it. Yeah. They did uh, an amazing... They have a... It was a really bad Star Wars called Star Crash. Star Crash All yeah. you need to know about it, Will? David Hasselhoff's in it. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. You might need to... It, so what the, was this the, made? The, uh, 1978. So Fantastic. they cashed in as fast as they could, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, faster than even Battlestar Galactica. That's oh, how yeah. fast they were. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And poor Christopher Plummer. <laughs> yeah. You feel, you definitely feel bad for Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Plummer's in that movie. Yeah. 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 I, I, wow. I'm pretty sure that, you know, they, they were holding one of his loved ones hostage. That's the only way that that happened. And you know, the full movie of that is available on YouTube. So you can watch the actual movie oh. or on iTunes. You can watch the mystery science theater 3000 episode, star crash. I personally recommend watching it that way. But, uh, Andrew and myself are going to do sort of our own like riff on it. By the time that this is posted, it'll have already been up. Yeah. And uh, you know, a little watch along, a little little fun thing to do because we were going to do that with one of the episodes because we thought it was like really meta to comment during an episode <laughs> of a show where people comment. And then the higher ups here were like, "Yeah, it's a little too meta." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah all right, we'll just take one of the movies. That's okay. fine." I yeah, I still might do it. I like meta. meta. You should. Yeah, you like meta humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's one of the things that you're doing when you're here. You, yep. you know, we figured we'd uh, capitalize on your time here in the oh, studio yeah. with uh, Agent Starling and I. It's good to know that uh, you have a full itinerary. And mm -hmm. you posted, I think that this was a repost, about how you were going to try an in-and-out program when you're on here. And did yeah, you have it? Was, it did yeah. you have it this time, or you've done it once and that's it? Oh, I, I've had it before. I because mean, that was uh, that that post was from like eight years ago when I yeah, was. Yeah, and to you go to you like show. reposted it yeah, right around now. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is you know a very fond memory that I have with Farad is that same time that we recorded a black cast out in Chicago, mm -hmm. Farad. Rob Lorich and myself, random white castle out go. in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. <laughs> and um, that was fun. So you're all right with, uh, with the fast food hamburgers, but yeah. uh, Portillo's you're not that excited about. It's not that I'm not excited about it. It's but just because you live there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It's like, right. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's Every like, time Dennis here. would be like, we got to go get some of those dogs. It's <laughs> like, all right, we'll, we'll go. Don't worry. And you know we'd have a car service taking us to whatever the event was for the radio station, and uh, we we would do drive through and get nice. uh, get some portillas in the back seat. So your thoughts on In and Out Burger? It's like oh, it's a fast food hamburger. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it's a it's a good fast food hamburger. It's more than just a fast food hamburger. Well, I was gonna say as fast food hamburgers go, I find it to be a good one. Yes, I think that when you start comparing it to other ones, it, it, you know, if you're comparing it to other fast food hamburgers, don't compare it to the fast casual chain although i would probably not even probably i would rather have a an in and out hamburger than a red robin burger and that's that's a oh, tear some, up sometimes that's a fast casual well here's the thing about red robin yeah bottomless french fries that's right <laughs> that little seasoning the salty yeah, that, seasoning nice. yep that, that ain't bad no so it's funny though because this reminds me of something that i've wanted to talk to will about on the podcast for ages oh and that's how unimpressed you are for chick-fil-a i've had it I think twice. Yeah. 
And um, and you were just uh, you know what it is? Yeah, it's just a fucking chicken sandwich. <laughs> was it? Was it fine? Yes, it was Jesus, fine. Jesus, get the fuck. So, over but it. here's the thing: it's the hashtag fries. It's the it's the Chris cut. From- <laughs> no, those fries are good, but you Jesus. can get those fries other places. Yes. Uh, not a Jack in the Box though, which no, is your go-to. No, so Chris cut fries at Jack in the Box yeah. would be a welcome addition. Yes. They have like everything else. They do have everything think, else. Yeah. They, have they have curly fries, tacos. Look, breakfast yeah. all day. Way you get before that year for like six dollars. Yeah. You get ev- you get everything. Yeah. You get two tacos. You get a sandwich, and you get a mix of normal French fries and curly fries. Mm. And if you go there late enough, they'll also uh, take off the paint the side of your take the paint off. <laughs> If you go late enough, it's they'll take the paint off the side of your car. I totally fucked it up. <laughs> Sometimes I'll go and fix things like that, but I was like, that's funnier that way. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. They will do a paint job. All right, yeah. so here's my thing about Chick-fil-A that I will say, and then we can move on. We'll yeah. Probably to other fast food. What I would say that they excel at is the nuggets. The chicken sandwich is like whatever. It's a chicken See, sandwich. See, this is what I've heard. I've yeah. never had the so, nuggets. And then compare them to other fast food chicken nuggets. Don't compare them to like a chicken parm at your I'm favorite not a, restaurant. But I'm not a connoisseur of fast food chicken nuggets, so I. But in your really life, I assume you've had them. them. I have. Yeah, and I then, like a good dinosaur nugget from sure. the grocery store oh. in the oven. <laughs> like home. Tostitos or one of those Tonys or whatever one of those, the company yeah. is that makes the dinosaur. Shit. Kroger. <laughs> yeah, I like to feel like a five-year-old. Sure. Dip it in ranch barbecue sauce. Cheese, Both? Both? cheese, yeah, anything. A good you know, bechamel sauce. Felix has yet to have the uh, the dinosaur barbecue sauce. You failed him. No, but he he's had the Apocalypse Now dinosaur <laughs> set where some they're shaped like helicopters. There's one that looks like Charlie. <laughs> I always know when when I'm gonna have trouble saying something. It's like I started laughing when I, before I even got to Charlie. It was a great old David Spade joke. He was just this early on when he's a stand-up. See, I said something mean about him before. Oh. I'll say something earlier now. And he's just talking about conversationally. And he's like, yeah, and so I was out with my friend Charlie. That's not his name. We just call him that because he's Vietnamese. And it was just like the delivery. And you just, just like dr- just yeah. threw it in and then yeah, moved just threw past it. In, it. And yeah, yeah, probably now you wouldn't do that. Anyway, so anyway, that's all. That's my point about Chick-fil-A is okay. that their chicken nuggets good are good. chicken nuggets. And their, uh, their chicken breakfast sandwich. Um, I'm all right with that. Okay. You got to get there before 1030, though. It's like the old days. It's like that movie mm. Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Oh. If you try and order that thing at 10, you, even if you try and order 1029, they might Tell you they no. might cut you. And yeah. you'll just go in with a baseball bat, and you'll start fucking shit up. Yeah. And you'll like rub a cold Coke on your forehead, and then and beat, I feel so beat much the better. shit out of the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so are there local restaurants or establishments? So you've been here before. Yes. So is, is there anything like, oh, I want to get to like... You're not a hot dog guy, so you're not going to go to Pink's Hot Dogs. No, mainly because I mean, I I, I do like a good hot dog, but it has to be made out of beef. Um, it's not even a religious. Well, thing. I think that no, I, it's not, I mean, believe me, it's not a religious thing with me. I don't like the mystery meat hot dogs. Yeah, the, yeah. you know, people, you go to Dodger Stadium, the most overrated item ever served at any ballpark is the Dodger dog, and like you got to get the the Dodger dog. It's grilled. I'm like, no, I'm going to spend another dollar get the all beef one. It's it's bigger and exactly. it's you know like beef yeah it's not it's not eh, you know it's it's not uh, stuff we found under tommy lasorda's seat you know, that we mashed up into a hot dog so so there is but anyway so pink's hot dog yeah i mean the, it's a chili dog so you know and i i don't know actually if they're all beef to tell you the truth i thought they were all I just, pork over there so it's about I'll, yeah I'll no you might be right now. and their claim to fame other than having a headshot signed headshot of dennis miller is that uh, orson welles ate like some obscene amount of them. 
uh, in, one, Wilson, in, in one city. Yeah, anything, but yes. any <laughs> restaurant that was open during his <laughs> lifetime. Ah, the French. <laughs> <laughs> French wine has been known for its excellence. Ah, French champagne. We have a woman in Lancashire. Yes. <laughs> there is a place. It's bad, it bad that I know of that from Animaniacs first. And yes. then well, right. that's the thing about that, though, is that there's it's a pinky in the brain short. I think yeah. it was on Animaniacs. Yeah. Maurice LaMarche, the guy who was the voice of the brain, does an amazing Orson Welles, and he would do Orson Welles impressions on The Critic, the John Lovitz yes. show. Yes. It's so uncanny how much he sounds like Orson Welles, cause mm-hmm. he, and he can do Kane, Mercury Theater, Prime of His Life, Orson Welles. But what he really excels at is <laughs> angry Uni- old Unicron <laughs> Orson Welles. Unicron. Unicron. Unicron Orson Welles, absolutely. Yeah. And he, I, he even had his voice dubbed in for for Vincent D'Onofrio in the movie uh, Ed Wood. Who Denofrio. did? Maurice LaMarche yeah, did? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, he, he, he basically dubbed, he overdubbed uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's voice when he uh, when he uh, made a cameo appearance in Ed Wood as Orson Welles. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. Vincent was very happy about that. <laughs> no, but uh, Vincent D'Onofrio probably didn't sound enough like Orson Welles. He probably sounded too much like Wilson Fisk. <laughs> you know, if I, if, I, if I had to guess. Or the Thor mechanic from Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> yeah, that guy, they should dub in Chris Hemsworth's voice. The oh, Thor mechanic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives. Every July, peas grow there. I mean, do you really mean that? Uh, yes. Don't you, you just, think you want to say July over the snow? Isn't that the fun of it? I think right. it's so nice that we see a snow-covered field and say every July peas grow there. <laughs> I think it's so nice that... that see, so here's the funny thing. I'm reading this. Farad's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, you know, look, the director part's shorter, but he's pretty much cut, he pretty much nailed it. I think it's so nice that you see a snow-covered field and say, every July, peas go there. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives. Every July, peas grow there. We aren't even in the fields, you see. We're talking about them growing, and she's picked them. <clears throat> what? <laughs> I don't understand that. We, we must be, for July, and this isn't even the one that they did in Animaniacs, because this is the in July. The frozen peas is the part that, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, they yeah. Get that, he gets down to the frozen peas. But the best part, this is my favorite part of the whole thing, and we've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. Terry and Temecula, she's a huge fan of this outtake. <laughs> and when we post this episode, I'm going to say, not only is Farad on there, we talk about, here under protest is beef burgers. We know a little place <laughs> in the American Far West where Charlie Briggs chops up the finest prairie-fed beef and tastes... This is a lot of shit, you know that? <laughs> you want one more? More on bucket beef? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a, one of my favorite things ever. And but you can't emphasize beef. That's like emphasize again before July. Come on, fellas, you're losing your heads. <laughs> the best thing I, I know, I said under protest is beef burger. The best thing that he says. There's a lot of directing going on in here. <laughs> my mom is a big fan of that, and she her favorite line is, "Now, what is it you want?" In the depths of your ignorance, what is yeah. it you want? <laughs> it's so. It's. So, I mean, obviously, you. Even at that point, he'd known that he'd directed one of, if not the greatest film ever made. Mm-hmm. And he's getting direction by committee 
to talk about beef burgers. I get it. <laughs> like it was not a great place. The the thing that Will's talking about the champagne commercial. Yes. Oh, now yeah. that's just yeah. fun because he's, he's so fucking so drunk. drunk. <laughs> the fact that they were apparently using real champagne. Yeah. And he which, kept drinking it. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? If, yes. if if that's your job, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the he, French. He was so drunk. We call that drunk Will Sterling at on the Oscars on the, on the Oscar <laughs> after show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, people still talk about it. Do they I, really? I, uh, no. Okay. I was and like, by people, no I mean, me. I mean Jeff and I. We still oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Everyone's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. I don't know who. Oh, that's my uh, Phil Donahue. I didn't even realize. <laughs> so Donahue why I started it. looking up Orson Welles is that he consumed seventeen Pink's hot dogs well, in chill- one sitting. In one sitting. Yeah. Well, those hot dogs are pretty big, aren't they? I mean, that's so was Orson. I mean, it's Orson Welles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? And now I'm seeing a secondary fact that says eighteen. Maybe he ate thirty-five. <laughs> who contested that? Who was like, no, no, I was there. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> Oh, uh, Peter Bogdanovich was there because uh, that was like he was like his biographer essentially, and he they recorded all those conversations. I guess he was there. Mm. Wow. Anyway, so are you going to go have eighteen hot dogs at Pink's? <laughs> no. oh, by the way, I think if the three of us went to Pink's and tried to have eighteen, like look, I, I can put down a few, but I could, put, I could do I could do five. Okay, I could I do. I, I could put, I could probably do like five. Sure. I yeah. I've done four, not Pink's hot dogs. So. All right, we're in for 15. Hmm. Do I don't know. Fourth guy, or do we have to force ourselves? I think I think we'd have to make yeah. ourselves do it. I think I if mean, you... you watched me eat all that food before Man of Steel came out, <sighs> one of which had buns made of donuts. That was amazing. Yeah. The Superman versus food Superman challenge. Superman versus food challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> we'll need to do Should we do that for Justice League? So many years ago. Only I know. if they have a promotional food tie-in. I mean, they'll have to for Justice League. Maybe. Cyborg, cyborg burgers. Have it. Well, that's because they tried well, to. Well, should think thin bars. Yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say they tried to do that, and <laughs> yeah. then it was like, yeah, I never saw any of those bars. I feel like they must have canceled that. That uh, I, I, I believe that uh, they just paid off the account and yes. uh, <laughs> didn't didn't follow through with it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so uh, Farad will have some fun while he's here in town. Absolutely. As I alluded to at the very beginning when we first started, uh, Agent Starling commented that I was charged up. I was fired up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I went to the gym before I was here. Okay. Nice. And uh, I got a pump. Actually, yes. I didn't. I was on the treadmill. I'm oh, sorry. There's a little leg pump? Yeah, it's a leg pump. Um, the uh, the weight section at the gym, it, it, you know, my gym in Burbank is probably a lot different than your gym. Is it in, full of bros? It's bros, but they're not, like, all jacked. Like, when I, had, when I lived in Hollywood and I went to the gym in Hollywood, mm-hmm. it was definitely... Which, funny mm-hmm. enough... Not all the time, but most of the time, dudes who are super jacked are more polite about the weight area. In the I space agree. I just mean it's intimidating. Like trying, yeah. like too hard. Oh, you mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy, yeah. the guy who you know you feel like you heard him making the same noise in the stall a right. twenty minutes <laughs> earlier. Does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know the, the the whole gym. It's you know it's good. It's good to get get some exercise. You know all that but um the people there it's like you don't want to people watch because then you're like staring at people is there, while they exercise this is yeah. in burbank this is in burbank yeah is this a oh. la fitness 24 hour fitness 24 hour fitness so is now it, people know where i go to the gym and they're gonna start uh, uh, i think there's, there's like <laughs> six 24 hour fitnesses there in are yeah. but they're gonna go to all of them to find and you. try to and be like there he is there's christian blood <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna sign <laughs> there's a 
a random kids in the hall joke that just uh, came into my head, which is, will you sign my baby's forehead? <laughs> so if anybody ever wants me to sign their baby's forehead, you'll I do will it. do okay. it. Yeah, absolutely. But only if you promise that you'll get it tattooed on the baby. No, I can't say that. Somebody will do it. I actually know but, a friend of mine who got, got an autograph from John Cusack on her on her arm and oh. got that immediately tattooed. Wow. Yeah, somebody so got was, a, was, it, was it Joan? No, it's not oh, shown. Okay. <laughs> uh, somebody got a Ross Matthews signature tattooed on the forearm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Let's see for Ross's show called in. I've seen people with the Gene Simmons and yeah. Paul Stanley tattoos. Right. That sounds about right. Yeah. I've got a Vinnie Vincent, but I can't I show know, it to you. Yeah, I no. cannot show it to it's you. A, it's yeah. a tramp stamp. It's yeah. okay. No, I've seen okay, it yeah. when we went to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when that's when I wanted people to ask. You me tried to cover it up with makeup, but yeah, the makeup like, you used yeah. was the Ankh warrior makeup, <laughs> so it, it just ran. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like I it looked like I sat on Ronald McDonald's God. face. <laughs> now that's a moment where it's very apparent that I was in such a rush to get over here that I forgot the bell. And Farad, for yeah. you to come out here, which would be another time that I use the bell, that <laughs> to be here in studio and the bell is not present. I feel like I let you down. Uh, and yeah, we didn't failed. Have it. Anyway, so back to my, yeah. <laughs> my anecdote that's not that interesting gym. about the gym. The gym yeah, and, yes. you know, it's all right. And I was telling you, you know, that I, I had time after the gym to take a shower. And you're like, oh, did you shower there? And I was like, oh, oh, oh no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did that once, but you like to shower. I love gym. a gym shower. There, Tell us more about this because one, I find this. I don't intriguing. care about other naked men, so if it's a community shower or a stall shower, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Two, it's I'm, I'm using somebody else's water, and I'm using their shampoo, and, and so it's like I when I had the gym that I used to go to, which closed unfortunately, I would shower at home maybe once or twice a week. Hmm. And then the rest of the time at the gym. At the gym. doesn't mean that I waste water when I'm at the gym. I'm no. still going around shutting off people's showers because I'm a fucking weirdo like that. But I just like a I like do the you gym put, shower. Do you put signs in the bathroom that if it's yellow, let it mellow? Yeah. You tell people not to flush? Yeah. By the way, oh. my gym, nobody ever flushes, so oh, you would not have to put that sign. Good. Yeah. But I, uh, no, I don't know. The, <laughs> good. You know, the locker room, it was a, it was a good place. It's a, a safe space. You could talk about grabbing people by the pussy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. You could talk about all that stuff and not feel bad about it. So here's the thing, again, the difference between my gym and your gym. When I go into the restroom at the gym, that's where the locker room is. Mm-hmm. It's all right. To The men are changing, but it's... um. It's just like old saggy man ass, and I know I have it, (laughs) but I like I cover it up, and it reminds me of a great story that I'll tell in a moment. But it's just, it's just like it's all like eyes down on on at my feet, right? And then the one time I took a shower there, I didn't see anybody, and and it's not the the open shower. Like I thought that it was gonna be like that scene from Carrie. You know, where it's oh. like just the open... Sh- well, yeah, everyone's going to throw tampons at me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I thought that it was going to be just an open shower, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not down with that. Because yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like in my high school, we, we didn't shower after, after gym we class. We didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. I, there was a shower, but that seemed to be a thing that... Nobody did. Didn't happen anymore. Yeah. And yeah. this is in you know the early 90s. This right. is before... Like now, everyone's so sensitive. I don't even yeah, know if there is imagine? gym class or could PE you class, you know, because it's like you're going to what makes you feel worse yeah. than that fucking presidential fitness test? Oh God, yeah. I, I had oh. asthma. And so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to walk. And it's like, all right, you're not going to get it's all right. I don't need the certificate from President well. Reagan. <laughs> yeah. High school will at that stage didn't do well. Then oh, I did, high then school I, will. Then yeah. I, then I did weightlifting my sophomore year and I got real big. Yeah. So I started liking to lift weights and then I let that go for a long time and I just got fat again. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So right. you got. Did you bulk up like yeah. 
and then got fat again. Mm-hmm. How long have I known you? I've known you for like not ten years, but almost like Since I've known you like two thousand ten. Oh, that's not as many years as I thought. Seven, all right, I've known you seven years. years though. That's a long time. Yeah. I did. I I knew all about Fat Will. Yeah. Huge fan of Fat Will. Yes. Didn't know that Fat Will was replaced by jacked up temporarily <laughs> temporary. big yeah. Will. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then as a sophomore in high school, I was benching two twenty five. What the Good lord? Yeah. You were. Kind of you were, I, don't yeah. even, I, don't even, I don't even. I don't even bench that much anymore because my shoulders are fucked up. Because now I'm getting old. It hurts. Aww. You're really not that old. You're, I'm doing, Will's, I'm doing Will's, high reps, low weight you, now, Christian. Will, Will's going to be 30 in oh, November. Sure. The yeah, I know. Thank you. The for herniated that. disc, <laughs> the tendonitis in the hip. It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Oh, well, sure it is. <laughs> anyway, you I just like don't want to see. You know, just the. Now, I, I'm uncomfortable often? with my own nudity. Yeah. I'm more uncomfortable with other people's male nudity. And look, if it was at a gym and there were, you know, guys who looked good, maybe admiring themselves sure. in the mirror, that would be like, all right, if you that's had a bunch a of Matthew McConaughey's in there, you'd be like, well, all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Wait, which, me, which McConaughey, though? Like Magic Mike McConaughey. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right, now we're talking. Like Dallas Buyers Club McConaughey. McConaughey. <laughs> okay, that's scary now. Now, yeah. let me ask you this, because this happened pretty often at my gym, and this is the one thing that I was like, what? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, blow dryer and the balls and the ass. So oh. glad. With one leg up under the ball sack. So glad that you brought this up because, Farad, you'll enjoy this story. Okay. And it's like 65 and up Yeah, are the only people who do this. I have a story. A friend of mine who I don't know if he'd want me to use his name even though this is the black cast. We're going to call him um, Greg. We're going to call him Craig. Craig. Yeah. There you go, yeah. We're we'll calling him Craig. I was a page with Craig at uh, at NBC. Oh, yeah. And he joined the fitness center there at NBC because as a page you were able to. And he told me a story about using the fitness center in the locker room afterwards. In the, in the building. In the building. Okay. At 30 Rock. Yeah. And he's in there and next to him. And the kicker will be who the person is, of course. <laughs> so stay tuned. Face front, true believer. <laughs> and not even like with the towel on, just one straddling. With, there's like a bench, you know. Yeah. So he's got one leg up on the bench, yeah. And then one leg, and so this, and this is like a hand hair dryer. So right. the, like the thing you're talking about is is Plugged worse. Which wall we'll, we'll, over by the yeah, sink. That's yeah. way worse because yeah. I see that all the time. They're like drying their their ass off, dry, yeah. and I'm just like, this is just not the way to do that. Standing there, you know, straddling is is just this person, and it's the the hand hair dryer, and he's just going to town drying his area, and this is, this is like a mountain of pubes is the way it was described okay. to me. <laughs> and then feels like he's dried that off, dries his hair right afterwards, yeah. and I know it didn't touch anything, but this just seems unsanitary. <laughs> Who, Farad, would you guess? might have been the person responsible for this in the fitness center at NBC in 1999. 1999? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm giving you a year okay. so that they can... You can... Probably not Conan. I'm, uh, <laughs> I really don't want to... Uh, is that a yes? <laughs> it is not Conan. That was a sound assessment. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Conan um, had like a... I think he had a Nordic track in his, in his in downstairs his dressing room. Oh, oh yeah. that makes sense here. You know, so because... Um, yeah. See, 1999. Um, You're on the right track. It's not Joel. <laughs> no. 
Max Weinberg. <laughs> Mighty Max Weinberg of the East Street Band just going to town, drying his pubes. And I want to know. You know, that would have appeared on the show eventually, too. Because <laughs> I don't feel sketches. like when I put my clothes on, you know, I dry off with a towel. Maybe if I'm at home, I'm just like sort of wandering around without clothes on. Things just dry off naturally. When I put my clothes on, I don't feel like my butt crack and my ball sack are wet. But I don't feel like that with the aid of a blow dryer. I don't really know mm. why it's necessary to do it. You know, you, here, here, you want to put a towel between. Well, I was gonna say here, here's what I do. I, I I I dry that area with a towel. Right. Yeah. And you know, I feel like I've I've done a decent job, yeah. and then I'm done. And right. you know, there's probably some residual like yeah, but it will dry. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I don't know. I guess Farad lives in so Chicago, so like you don't ass. you don't maybe you don't want to go out into the the <laughs> wintry Chicago night. Yeah. You know, with wet balls is really the best way to put it. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I uh, and I told Terry and Temecula to listen to this episode because we talked about George Harrison in July. We haven't talked about George Harrison yet, but uh, maybe we will. Mm. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's a, it's just a strange thing. It's people are so comfortable with themselves, and and um, I I'm not comfortable with them. Like no one asked me <laughs> if I how I felt about that. You know, no no one ever asks me wh what I think. And you know, I remember we ran into this at one point. It, it, fraud. Do people you know call it a gym? Because what's it, Richard Diaz? He was writing about how he's going to the the fitness club. The fitness club. Yeah, or the athletic and club. The, was the I think it was the fitness club the though. Fitness club, but uh, Richard Diaz, who's apparently moving to Texas, by the way, I saw, I saw that, that on Facebook. So congratulations, good for him to uh, move on to something go that purchase the Alamo Draft House. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, if I had the money, I I would certainly uh, try and get in on some of that Alamo Draft House money. But anyway, so he called it a, a fitness center, and Will and I started uh, making fun fitness of him. Club, yeah. And then Rob was like. Well, no, that's what you call it. And I'm like, is that a Midwest thing? Yeah, it is. Or is it just Rob trying to needle us and, and <laughs> at any turn? What do you hear people call Midwest. it? It's really what it comes down to. I mean, I've heard it being called all different sorts of things. Uh, fitness centers, if you're going to like an established brand. But if you're just going to a regular place with just a whole bunch of, uh, well, I mean, I guess like a hotel is called a fitness center. But in, mo but in most cases, I just call it a gym myself. Yeah. I, mean, it's, yeah. I think it's just a layover from school, but that's about it. It's true. Yeah. I call it the Temple of Broden. There you go. Norway. Fishfinger. Nor Findus, Norway. <laughs> we know a certain fjord in Norway where the cod gather in great shoals. There, Jan Stan... Stan... Oh. Shit. <laughs> yeah, roll it around and I have no more time. You don't know what I'm up against because it's full of, of things that are only correct because they're grammatical, but they're tough on the yeah, ear. See, it's, an, it's a very wearying one. It's unpleasant to read. Unrewarding. <laughs> I don't have that skill. I'm, wow. I'm like, what is that from? That's from. That's Frozen more Peas. That's yeah. Frozen Peas. That's oh my more Orson Welles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Might go to it again, depending on <laughs> <laughs> depending on how the rest of the conversation just goes. To, just throw it to Farad. He has it all off. He's off book. Your understudy replaced what, what, you, Christian. What You've been does replaced. he say that leads him? So what comes right before he says there's a lot of directing going on here? Do you or do you need to like get it in sequence? Um. I kind of need to get it. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I've known people that are really good with like dialogue from movies. And you do something, yeah. you go to something in Chicago, right? It's like movieoki, it's like karaoke. Yes, yes. And are the words on the screen, or do you the, need to? The words are okay. on the screen. Talk yeah. a little bit about that, because I've only ever seen you doing that there in Chicago. I've never seen that anywhere else. It seems like a fun thing to do. Oh, it's absolutely fun, yeah. Uh, the Chicago movieoki in particular is, uh, it takes place over in Chicago, obviously. It's over at this uh, place called The Whistler. Uh, it's uh, every three months. Uh, they just had one this past 
Wednesday, and they're going to do one in September and in December and so forth. And uh, basically, it's much like regular karaoke, except that you go up on stage, you sign up for a movie. Well, you sign up for a movie scene first instead of a song. You go up on stage. The scene plays for you on a little monitor in front of you, and the sound is turned down, but the captions are on. And then in the back, you uh, the rest of people just see the scene happening with the captions on as well. And you just perform the scene directly. And, and you so, do all the characters, or do you go up with someone who, you it's know? Either, it's either or. I mean, I've gone up and done multiple characters. I've had friends with me uh, going up and do characters. Like, for example, the uh, the Afternoon Delight scene from Anchorman. Yeah. It doesn't really work with one person unless you can yeah, that's harmony fair. against yourself. There's uh, the uh, the Always Be Closing scene from uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross. I do oh. all the characters there. So. And is that one of your favorites? Do you have a favorite movie yeah. okay scene to go up and do? Yeah, it's that one along with the any given uh, the inch of speech from any given Sunday, and it's oh, it's very uh, it's it's very movie. unassuming because I go up here and I'm like you know I'm a fat black guy going up on stage doing an Al Pacino scene <laughs> inch and by I, inch, and then all of a sudden I go up and I just start off by saying I don't know what to say really, and I just go on with the uh, with, with the Al Pacino voice. People go, oh oh, he's really into this. Okay, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> you should start doing it as like other characters doing those lines. Actually, there are a couple of people. Um, Brian and Paul, I believe their names are. Uh, it's bad. I, I, I see them every month, or I'm used to see them every month. Almost every three months, but um, th- there's a there's a they, they do uh, the uh, fight scene from The Dark Knight Rises okay. as Batman and Bane. Oh yeah, but then they do other uh, scenes with dual uh, characters as Batman and Bane. Okay. <laughs> do you like you a little in the news? No, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> this has given me an idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, here, let's get a little bit closer. We're going to move our mics. Okay. Okay. So, what are we doing? Uh, you're Orson Welles. Okay. But yes, as Mark Wahlberg. Okay. And uh, I will be the director, the director a okay. famous director. Yeah. So you go ahead. <laughs> In your depths of ignorance, what is it you want? Whatever it is you want, I can't deliver it because I just don't see it. Okay. Uh, that was absolutely fine. Okay. It really was. Okay. <laughs> you. <laughs> this isn't worth it. No money is is. Is is worth listening to, and seeing. No, no, <laughs> I just wanted to do a minute of it. I just wanted to do a minute of it. Yeah, that wasn't the <laughs> reading. I, the pauses and like the little shit in between is a little confusing because it's like he, here. He, just do this one as Mark Wahlberg. That one, bread. even though I did that before. But you can't emphasize beef. <laughs> That's just like he's wanting me to emphasize in before July. Come on, fellas, you're losing your heads. I wouldn't direct any living actor like this in Shakespeare. Will you do this? It's impossible. <laughs> Check out Transformers 5. Check out Transformers 5. Sorry, in theaters now. In theaters June 20th. Or maybe now, depending Pro- on the time. I'm pretty continuum. sure it's now. Okay, it's right now. Check out, check out the theater. Check it out. Yeah. Check out Stanley Tucci with weird cameos. I don't know if he's going to be I, I hope he's not. I, just, I felt yeah. so the bad for him. The daughter's not in it either. They just took her out. I'm, just, I'm glad that he was actually in the uh, that uh, television miniseries Feud. On that. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. fantastic. Uh, you guys both watched that? Oh, yes. I, we have That has not come up on the Blackcast yet. I have seen it all. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I have no and desire to watch the next season. I didn't realize there was going to be an anthology thing. But what, yeah. is, but what is the next season? Do you know Princess Die and Prince Charles. No, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. If it was more old Hollywood, I like old though, Hollywood, yeah. I would have I been in. Yes. Uh, and... I mean, I knew a little. I knew such a little bit of that story, yeah. yeah. And you know, obviously, it got played up. And well, I thought that they were great, right. both of them. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, yeah. You know, and it was just, it was just so compelling. And by the way, my wife and I had never seen what happened to Baby Jane. Oh, so we watched it. We movie. were going to watch it during the series, and we waited to watch it yeah, until yeah, yeah. after. Mm-hmm. At that I guess point. you could have watched it after the episode where they've wrapped film. Yeah, that's yeah. what we thought of doing, but we also we were already behind at that. Now, point. did you watch Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte? I haven't watched Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. It's the same. And it's, as it's we not get through, good. as we get through that part of the series i'm like 
what the fuck is this movie that the they did together? Movie. They did another movie together? Well, like, then they replaced hey, it. Hey, hey, how did I not know that? I only said it like that because that's how I said it the first time. I was like, hey, how did I not know? Right. I just didn't. Donnie, Donnie, did you know? Do you do it, Donnie, by the way? My brother Donnie was in fucking Hush House Sweet Charlotte. What? <laughs> Sweet Charlotte. Um, but that show, that show is so great, and obviously Stanley Tucci is Jack Warner. Mm-hmm. That was oh, pretty yeah. Yeah. what a great role because Amazing. it's like that's like one of those ones where you, you know you, that you yell cut, so well. and then you're like, nope, bigger. Yeah, Stanley, we're gonna need more. Yeah. Nope, bring a lot more. You yeah. know, it's like all right, yeah. and it's so great. Yeah. And I think that that's probably a lot of that on the set. Mm-hmm. That was probably just like a sign that they held up is like. More, Big, more or bigger, yeah, more, you know, yeah. and the George uh, Lucas direction that he always gave his actors in the first Star Wars: faster, more intensity, faster, yeah. more. Int- it, well, I believe Carrie Fisher paid to have shirts printed up that said "faster, more intensity." <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it it worked. It was that movie was fast and intense, it's very yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah. Too, too fast. But as we fact. said earlier, uh, maybe only a couple too of good actors. <laughs> yeah, too fast, too Star Wars. Yeah. Too star, too warious. No, that's oh, stupid. No. That but uh, anyway, Fraud, your thoughts on Feud uh, since we, since it came up and you. You've watched it. I mean, are you are you a big admirer of old Hollywood? Um, not a big admirer, but I have I have I've always wanted to know more about it. I always found it to be fascinating yeah. to, to to read about and to look at old movies and stuff. And so to see it all play out in, in, the, in the anthology like that was just absolutely was just absolutely captivating. And the fact that uh, Jessica Lange and Susan Sarandon really honed in their role—they were I mean, so I, good. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 lo- I mean, because I, I've seen Jessica Lange before. I recently saw her in the uh, in the web series Horace and Pete that Louis C.K. did. And oh, uh, I've heard I've had you know I've forgotten about that. I heard yeah, that, I heard that was great oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's depressing as hell yeah I, that's what i yeah that's uh not necessarily what i'm looking for right now depressing right. as hell and i think I, I now that you say it i'm like oh that's why i didn't watch it yeah it, there'll be a great, time where yeah. where i'm ready for that yeah, you know? yeah. but uh yeah, and I mean, there was great. Ca- I mean, we had Kathy Bates, we, yeah. we had Catherine Zeta Jones, Jones, Zeta Jones, yeah, and <laughs> Zeta Jones, and uh, it was. Uh, yeah, I know. I thought it was great. The names that you say, yeah, it, as as Sean Connery. Catherine Zeta Jones, she was there. Yeah. Very talented lady. I'm trying to remember who else was in it. Uh, uh, who was the guy who played Victor Garber? He was amazing because he looked more like Victor Garber than Victor Garber. No, it's pretty awesome. Oh, and Alfred Berlita was in it too. Yeah. I, I always love a good Alfred Berlita scene. So, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's who I was trying to remember. Yeah, I always I, forget that Alfred Berlita is British. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. When I first learned that, I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> He yeah, by the, he's a good American accent. By the way, it's not Victor Garber, right? That's the guy from that's no. the dad from Alias. I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah, Victor Garber still Victor, still Victor Buono. Victor Buono is who I'm talking about. Isn't that the guy's name? I, I thought yeah. it was Aldrich. I thought, I thought the director. No, was no, 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 no. I'm talking about the tall oh, guy. Oh, 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 Victor Buono is that actor's name. The actor that he played. And uh, yeah, the guy I'm talking about was the dad on Alias. He's great. Yeah. Um, Victor Garber. He's also on like Legends of Tomorrow yeah. and shit now. Yeah. Oh, is he? DC or oh, good for him. CW or whatever. He was really good on that. Isn't he? <laughs> You're going to look at me to see who's on. <laughs> I know that Rory's on Legends of Tomorrow. And that's all yeah. I know. The uh, Yeah, I thought that it was a great show. And it, it was good. It was a good event show that for the most part, people were watching as it went along maybe they were yeah. a week or two behind there'll be the people that that find it down the road and then you'll remember how great it was but uh, fx is doing a pretty good job with that because yeah, they had the, the oj show people were talking great, about yeah. that <laughs> but juice and uh you know my wife and i have talked about this that a lot of the shows that we watch are on fx we love the americans mm-hmm. uh this season of fargo uh was very good 
I, some people were saying it was better than the first season. I think the first season was probably the best. But uh, Ewan McGregor is fantastic on it. If you haven't seen it, I'll leave it at that. I didn't watch it. I watched the first two seasons, and then I was like, I have um, what I need. But they're all different. I'm sure it's great. Yeah. I don't feel like I'll get additional value from it. The only reason I watched season two is because Patrick Wilson was the lead. And I love me some good Patrick Wilson. I mean... But, but Obi-Wan Kenobi's in the third. Yeah. yeah. Ewan McGregor is better than Patrick Wilson in everything. Uh, you want to switch him out? You want to put Patrick Wilson in train spotting? Yeah, I kind of do. I kind of don't. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'd like to hear his, uh, I'd really like to hear his Scottish accent. I'm not saying I'm comparing them as talented actors. I'm just a fan not. of Patrick Wilson. Yeah. I see, I see. But Fargo's just like, it's good. just There's really nothing bad about it. I just don't need to keep watching it. Wow. All right. I have this weird feeling about it. Like, you it's do. not a bad show. It's I enjoyed not a bad the show. two seasons that I watched, and I know it's good. Well, I just, there's too much stuff to consume, and Fargo, I've just decided, is not one of those. Can you show us on the doll where Noah Hawley touched you? <laughs> I can. And also, I think a reason I hate it is because Legion was fucking confusing and stupid. <laughs> and now I fucking hate that guy. Legion was very confusing. I was recently talking with our friend Jeff Winstead, who I believe has still not seen Wonder Woman. God damn it. <laughs> Neither have I. Go to the fucking theater right now. <laughs> No, right. Yeah, yeah, no, Farad, come on. There's a million movie theaters. Jeff. <laughs> the city, yeah. you're right. That's true. There's, Once he sees it and then he listens to the Wonder Woman episode, he'll hear me yelling at him. Yeah, well, now he knows. Good. Yeah. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> but anyway, I was talking to him about it, and it was it was overly stylized, and I, I thought that it was interesting. It was compelling. He's a good character. I thought that the casting was well. Talking about Legion. Oh, okay. It didn't quite... It didn't, it didn't mesh, and the problem that I have with him and it's also on Fargo is that some weeks the show is an hour, which is great. Yeah. And sometimes it's an hour and seven minutes, which is, you know, okay, you needed it. But then when it's an hour and 16 minutes, no, it didn't need to be. And then especially when it's 90 minutes, FX just like lets them do whatever yeah. the fuck they want, which as a creator is great. Right. But when we talked about Legion, I said, sometimes the suits need to get involved and go, no, your show's an hour. You need the guy. Yeah. Now, we, Noah, I, uh, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I don't understand it. It's fucking confusing. Uh, but it's a little long. So we might just want to think about shaving off 15 minutes. Would you have Would you have said that to Patty Jenkins when the first when this cut of Wonder Woman came in? I'd would, be like, let's find 10 minutes in here, Patty. Yeah, it would have been easy. Yeah. Easy to find 10. Though, though more enjoyable the second time and did not feel as long, funny enough. I think that movies are always like that, though. Yeah, when yeah. when you, you kind of know where it's know going. Where things are coming. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I don't know. And so Legion season two, I feel like you're, you're not going to go back I in. watched the first three episodes of the first season, and I was like, this is enough. Oh, so you didn't even watch? No. You didn't even see where it went? No. I have, mm. too, I have too much stuff to do to waste my time. All right. I hear the show's pretty meta. But I'm taking my time very seriously, and I will only use it to watch shows that I give a shit about. <laughs> so what shows are you watching? Or <laughs> right movies. No, I know. You cleaned house. I've fallen on... very behind on my, on my watching house. But the shows that you do like, that you will watch. The Americans. Okay. Better Call Saul. Okay. Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. What, oh, I finished Bates Motel. That's over. I have not right seen now? House this... of Cards. House of Cards. I'm, I'm House now... of Cards. I'm... House of Cards. I'm now two full seasons behind on House of Cards. Wow. Because Heather and I would need to watch it together. And when it's on Netflix. I mean, now you don't need to. We want to. Okay. okay. That's, that's, it's that kind of need to. The yes. kind of need now to. Now Felix is getting a little bit older, so he's going to start to want to watch it with you guys, too. It's weird because he talks to the camera so much uh, now. Yeah. yeah. Felix talks to the camera a lot? Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. really weird. And he goes. 
<laughs> uh, he does a lot of things. A lot of things like Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey yeah, yeah. Like he's be bald. Well, he's bald now, so he also has a Lex Luthor. Look. Yeah, and uh, Swimming with Sharks, basically. Oh, yeah. Most of the dialogue from Swimming with Sharks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Place of Asparagus yeah. Against the Wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, what uh, uh, yeah, what up? Yeah, what <laughs> else? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. Not much, though, is what it sounds no, like. No, oh, Master of None. I need to start that. I need to start the new season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I like that show. Do you? Do you need to? Yeah, I do. I like that show. You know, I watched four episodes laugh. of that. You and know, you, know what, you know what it didn't do? What? Make me laugh. Oh. And you know what I thought it needed? Jokes. I just wanted some jokes. <laughs> oh. And you know how I feel like some things have too many jokes? Wow. I wanted, I wanted some more jokes. And now, again, I only watched three. It's... Uh, once I got like three or four episodes in, I did not like it in the beginning, and yeah. then I really liked it. That's where I was before the really like it part. Well, it's not for you. It's not for everybody. Yeah, and that's how I feel about that show Veep. I watched three of them, and I'm like, nope. The way that you're delivering this to me is like, you're so proud of yourself from being the one person on fucking no, earth because who doesn't like The reason like why show. I'm saying it like that is because people are going to be like, the fuck are you talking about? That's like the greatest comedy. I'm like, not for me. It's not. I guess not. Yeah. It's I like, saw what? the first season. I thought it was funny. So, I don't have HBO, though, so I, I haven't continued. My problem with it was that, um, you know, I don't care if people swear, but I was just like, just just do it right. Just do it where it makes sense. There's don't throw cursing. in six extra fucks in a sentence just because, you know, I do this stupid podcast. That's how podcast. A lot of people felt about Logan. They yeah, the I can, was look, I can see that. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think it took away from the movie. Maybe it's because it was over like a two and a half hour movie instead of like a half hour show. Right. So like that pilot for Veep, I was like, oh, I watched a couple more because we had like a DVD screener that had three episodes on them. So we're like, we'll watch to the end of that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm, uh, you know, look, I'm the guy who watched the pilot for Breaking Bad and I'm like, oh, that was good. Yeah. And then I never watched any more. That's <laughs> how so I feel about Fargo. Yeah. I watched two whole seasons and I was like, That's cool. Yeah, I got what I need. Yeah, fraud. Yeah, what are you watching these days? Um, I've I've been meaning to watch Better Call Saul. I saw the. So were you a Breaking Bad fan? And no, that's that's the weird thing. I want to watch these in chronological order now. I want to watch. You sound like Mark Hunt. (laughs) Yeah, Mark Space Space Hunt. Watch them in production order. This is different. No, production order is is fine. In this this instance, yeah. Yeah. But uh, for Better Call Saul, I think if you watch. I think you should start with Breaking Bad. It's more interesting that way. Well, no, it's just that I, I want to watch Better Call Saul. Then I want to watch Breaking Bad. Then I want to watch Better Call Saul again to catch all the uh, all the little references and stuff to, to Breaking well, Bad. Well, I guess the one thing about watching Better Call Saul is that it's on TV now. Yes. So there is something to be said for that. That sure. you're like, oh, let me not be behind on two shows. Right. Like where I didn't watch Breaking Bad. Let me just jump in on this one. Precisely. Um, not having watched Breaking Bad, I still feel like you should probably watch it first. But uh, people who feel otherwise, tweet at. Fard Muhammad. Yes, he, yeah, he is no, Farad Muhammad. Do not tweet at Farad Muhammad. Yeah, that's, that's somebody else entirely. Yeah. Somebody else. Yeah. He has no followers, so he could depreciate the <laughs> tweets. <laughs> Would he? Yeah. And why don't you tweet at Will Sterling in the same tweet? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I'll tweet at Will Sterling, at Farad Muhammad. I'm going to read this. You're going to read at Will Sterling's tweets? Yeah. Uh, so, and then, so, uh, life is good for you, Farad, is what it sounds like. I know yeah. you were doing some stand-up, and you were talking to our friend Dennis, you, Dennis Miller, I yes. guess I should be more specific. <laughs> uh, my father-in-law's name is also Dennis, so it's like you were talking to my father Um, talk a little bit about what made you decide to get up and do stand-up comedy, how it went, and, you know, just sort of interacting with Dennis and him giving you honest feedback. Sure, on sure. thought. Yeah, um, well, my, I mean, I've been a big fan of stand-up comedy ever since I was a, a wee lad, and uh, 
while I hadn't really been interested in performing it, I always inter- always been interested in seeing it. Um, and then around the time when I turned thirty, I uh, some big changes were happening in my life and all that. There, <clears throat> divorce, and uh, <laughs> I, and so um, I, decide, I decided, you know what, what the hey? Because I've always been interested in doing stand up comedy. Uh, might as well see how I fare in it. So I've been, uh, you know, also off and on, or you know, mostly off. For like the last seven years, I've been doing some form stand up comedy or improv or acting and stage or in like independent movies and stuff. But recently, I've been more, uh, I've, I've been, I've been trying to be more focused in doing it in, in, in actual clubs and showcases and stuff. And I've managed to get like a pretty decent, uh, you know, uh, circle of friends in terms of people who perform in Chicago and Los Angeles. And so it seems like a very, uh, a, not, I wouldn't say nurturing, but a very uh, 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 agreeable atmosphere for people who want to try this out. So. Uh, I've been uh, I've been I've been I've been pretty uh, fortunate in that regard here. Now, in terms of uh, interacting with Dennis, um, it is fascinating that because I've been a fan of uh, I think I don't know if you even told Dennis this. I've been a fan of uh, of his work ever since I was too young to watch Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and, same uh, here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, and, I, and every Friday I would always tune in to watch. Uh, well, every Friday it was on. I would, I would tune in to watch Dennis Miller Live when I was a teenager. You know, uh, I remember my family. Would yeah, be, I was in college at that point. I'd have my mom tape it for me, nice. and like, I'd come home and there'd be like eight of them or something to Very watch, nice. which was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, when he started the radio show, you know, I thought, oh, okay, it would be a great no- another way in order to listen to Dennis every single day. Fantastic! And then I would start tweeting at him when uh, when I when I got my Twitter and when he when was, he was uh, on Twitter, when yes. he was on Twitter as yeah. well. There, um, and so he so, no longer have a Twitter account. It exists, but he doesn't, he use, doesn't it. use it. I think somebody must have told him, like, just leave it there just in case you change your mind because yeah, right. he shut it down once and then getting it back was a whole hassle. But anyway, yeah. so you would tweet at him. Yeah, I, I would tweet at him during the show and he would read it during the commercials and then time and uh, from time to time he would actually reference it on the show afterwards and I, I just thought, you know what, I'm, thinking, I'm writing jokes of him and I'm making him laugh. That, I mean, that, I, mean I, might, I mean, I might as well just quit comedy right then and there. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But then after the show ended, you know, I started getting in contact with him through you and... Uh, and yeah, also, no, and he's, he's you know, you know, there have been a few people that he's like, yeah, sure. You know, they can they can send me an email. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, and uh, I've also been uh, also whenever he's in Chicago, or, uh, with, uh, I would uh, meet up with him backstage and all there. So, yeah, because yeah, so. he still he still hits the road. He loves him yeah. some Chicago. He and the officer O'Reilly have been there a couple <laughs> times. I think yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so you emailed him. Would you would email him like a link? Like, oh, yeah. do you want to check out my stand up? Yeah, I mean, I, I try not to put my actual stand up online as like a public video because I'm still starting out, and so sure. it's not like completed material for people to look at or for bookers to look at or anything like that. But you know, for friends or family or for Dennis, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I would send him a link, uh, and uh, and he would and he would actually give me notes, and it wasn't like you know he was like saying you know oh go you know just uh, go get him tiger yeah exactly yeah. nothing like that you know he would actually give me like actual feedback in terms of this uh, how the how I could write this joke, how which joke should go first, how I should not be reading my goddamn notes. <laughs> and I remember he mentioned that directly on this podcast. Yeah, so when he was, was on, because I think he, maybe you had a question for him. Yes. And then he was like, yeah, I saw some of Farad's stand-up. And he mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. he's like, you just don't look at the notes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and I think it's good that he gave you the honest feedback, because Absolutely. that's yeah. what you would want from him. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Uh, I, I, need all the, I need all the assistance I can yeah. get. Yeah, now... Can. 
let me give you a tough love moment right now, right yeah. here, right now. You're here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. You gonna do any stand up while you're here? Hit that mic. I was I was uh, contemplating either going to an open mic or I think a buddy of mine is gonna put me on on his showcase there. That'll be good. See, yeah. good. I'm glad. All right, because yeah. if you if you were like, oh no, I'm too afraid. I'm like, you can't be. No. Um, no. I just don't do stand up because I I don't like it. Well, you used to do stand up. It was it's it, been a while, but it's I been did a very for long like time. Seven eight years. Yeah, yeah I remember right. going to uh, some shows. Going to some I shows for Dennis. Yeah, yeah, you opened nice. for Dennis at Sam Manuel. Yep. Same place that we saw Kiss Acoustic. What is nice. it? Uh, Sam Manuel Indian, Indian and Bingo, Bingo Casino. Casino. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're allowed to say Indian. Right. We are not. It's their word. They can, yeah, it's their word. <laughs> so... Uh, but anyway, no, I'm glad to hear that the uh, stand-up is continuing and going well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously people are able to follow you at Fard Muhammad, but it, you're Farad Muhammad, right. but it's spelled F-A-R-D Muhammad. Now... If somebody who hears you on the podcast is like, oh, I, I want to be friends with that guy on Facebook, are you going to be okay with that? Or are you like, whoa, 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 whoa? Um, I, 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 can, I tend to be cagey, uh, especially for people who are uh, fans of Channel Awesome, if I haven't met them before, because I do a few appearances on Channel Awesome here and there. But Twitter's um, where it's at. But Twitter's actually And you're on Instagram, at. too? I'm on Instagram. I also, also I also Farad Muhammad. Yeah, also well, have, at, Fard, at Fard Muhammad. Fard right? Muhammad, yeah. And I, also have a, I actually have an official Facebook page that people could go to and get updates and stuff. I didn't yeah, even uh, realize that. Yeah, it's over at... Uh, Facebook.com slash Mr. Fard Muhammad. Okay, so, well, yeah. you're going to have to update when the Black Cast is posted. Oh, yeah. And you can share the link to the Absolutely. Mystery Science Theater 3000 after show. Yes. So, you see, there's a lot of stuff that can go there. Anyway, as we wind down here, one of the things that I had referenced earlier was that somebody on Twitter has at Christian Blatt. Yeah, I'm fascinated by yeah. that. And it's, his name is Christian Nielsen. Yeah, that's and what fascinates me. he has never tweeted. Never tweeted. He oh, has... Five followers, and he's following three. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Never Ricky tweeted. Blatt is one of the people. Uh, Ricky Blatt Nielsen. Okay, so R I K K E. So Blatt, Blatt has something to do with their right. Yeah, but he's, no, no, he's yeah, because it it, it 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 is. Look, it is not the most common name in Denmark, right? But it is a name that people have in Denmark. Yeah, and as I mentioned many times, Christian Blatt. Danish boxer, yeah. undefeated in his first 19 fights, right. just like me. Yeah, I, I was never defeated through nope. 19 fights. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Actually, now, by the way, Ricky Blatt has also not posted ever, so I might have to get on the phone with Twitter. What were you going to say? Oh, there's, a, there's actually an MMA fighter named Farad Muhammad. <laughs> oh, my God. They should have fought. <laughs> uh, here's, uh, here's my MMA slash boxer opponent. This is Will Sterling. Look at him with his little grandkids. <laughs> oh, he looks so happy. Aww. I always do this voice for him. Even though he's not this old, I make him sound like this. I'm a man who's enjoying a life beyond most dreams. Living, loving, laughing, and it keeps getting better. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm Morgan. <laughs> so, September Andy Dufresne. 5th, 2009, his first tweet. Just getting on Twitter and hoping to catch up with some people from my younger years like my cousin Stephanie. And then, he, and then he tweeted two more times in 2012, 2014, and then he just fucking retweeted people oh, four times. And then he left Twitter. You know, dick. <laughs> that voice will be well used to uh, bottom oh, yes. up. Go and give us some of these. Rob Blagojevich to start in prison <laughs> blog Blago's Blago. 
He'll regale tales of his time spent in a place nicer than most of our houses. <laughs> when you're old, every day is a vacation. Especially days you can make people do things for you because you say it'll hurt your hands. <laughs> Too much Super Bowl mead with old man Van Winkle last night. <laughs> all, I, all I know is when I woke up, the Giants had won and I'm all out of Tums. Hashtag, <laughs> 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 oh, is that what I'm Mine? Well, are these mine or yours? Uh, these these are yours, I think. Oh, I'm proud of uh, that one. Some of them were Sarah's, but by 2012, yeah, no, okay. 2011, 2012, Blago's those Blago are yours. One. Yeah, just <laughs> bought a cassette player at a garage sale. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this? It plays it plays music with its demonry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Jebediah one twenty, he doesn't do anything now. Although he did retweet. When we did that previously, we did that on an episode of the Blackcast back in February. Oh, you had him retweet. We, well, you, yeah, you and I, I didn't have him do it. He do you have retweeted. His login? He That's retweet- right, yeah. No, yeah, I know retweet. him. Sorry. Yeah. I know him, and yeah. I sent him, uh, I sent him the a, info. I sent him a telegram. And we, we decided oh, yeah. by now he's Jebediah 127? Yeah, he's yeah. Je- Jebediah 120 dead. Or, sorry, 127. <laughs> uh, dead yet, Christian? He's, <laughs> that's, that's the title of his, his autobiography. I ain't dead yet! Exclamation point. Uh, one of the the final things I want to talk to you about, Farad, is yeah. uh, we've always talked about how you're such a aficionado of late night television. Yes. Do you still watch a lot of these shows? Because as much as I like the form, um, I don't really watch any of them ever. Um, and who do you like out of the current crop? Even if you don't watch them, are there people that you still find to be your favorites? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, unfortunately, it's just that my schedule does not really allow me to watch a lot of stand up, a lot of late night television anymore. Um, I mean, I do catch an episode of Conan here and there. Mm-hmm. I try to catch an episode of Kimmel. Um, I, I actually attended a taping of Stephen Colbert when I was in New York last year. That yeah, must have been weird to be in the Ed Sullivan Theater and have it be, you know, completely gutted the way it was, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Letterman, I, tell me if I'm wrong, he was your guy, right? He was like oh, the yeah, guy that yeah. you liked the most. I mean, yeah, you I mean, had I, some fondness for Johnny, but that absolutely. was like more like in the past, reverential to something that had come before. But Letterman was your guy, so Precisely. when he was gone, it sort of uh, did... Uh, did you you made time to watch Dave still for a while at least, especially once time, he yeah. had announced that he was going to leave. Yeah. So now you you just kind of do it occasionally and, from here. Yeah, yeah, here and there. Yeah, whenever I have the whenever I have the time. So who do you to. think if you had to pick somebody? If I had the time, this is who I would watch every day. If you could only pick one of them, Conan. Conan. Yeah, well, that's yeah. just because <laughs> Conan, who by the way is has been at it for almost twenty five years now. Almost. Next yeah. next September it'll be twenty five years. Good for, lord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for for the 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 guy who is a head writer in the Simpsons before he hosted a talk show. So. Yeah, and who, uh, who everybody thought was like the new guy on the block and all that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember in, I think I've mentioned this before, I feel like I've mentioned this to you even, late great comedian Richard Jenny had a sitcom mm-hmm. called Platypus Man. Yes. And he had a joke in an episode, the only episode I ever watched. <laughs> it was, I don't remember what the setup was, but it was like, yeah, about as likely as Conan O'Brien will have a 25th anniversary special or something. I forget. <laughs> what so I do hope somebody there pulls that clip for the oh, 25th anniversary so. special. Yeah. Because, look, let's be honest, he was getting, what, six-week contracts or something? Oh, 13-week contracts for a few yeah, years. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that that was a joke that, you know, I understood the place it came from. Oh, yeah. But I remember even thinking at the time, I'm like, well, that's kind of a dick move. Wouldn't you want to be on his talk show? Richard Jenny, who was not that big ever in his career, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. You know? Anyway. He was in The Mask. 
Speaking of not big in their career, I'm Christian Blad at Christian DMZ. That's where you can find me. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is big in his career at Will Sterling underscore. I don't know. I don't know about that. You yeah. can find uh, at Motivate Report. Look, Motivate Report's killing it, crushing. Yeah. I don't know if it's crushing. It's doing okay. Is it crushing it in its career? <laughs> Oh man, that's a throwback. We could read we could read from that blog all day now if we wanted to. <laughs> we sure could. <laughs> that's a little information people aren't privy to. That's okay. They'll learn they'll learn it one day. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. One day. I, I'm and crushing it in my career. I'm a big fan of the motivation report. Such a big fan that uh, I fallen behind about five episodes. Okay. But I didn't catch up. You didn't I'm hear me do- talk about sex. Yeah. Oh. S-E-X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you play uh Salt and Pepper? Let's talk about sex during that. Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm in. Of course I can't is. believe I didn't listen to it. Because you talk about sex in yes. it. Yes. Yeah. God, I'm so- With the new Dr. Drew on the Loveline podcast. Mr. Uh, Dr. Chris Donahue. Hmm. That's the new Dr. Guest. Drew. He's like, yeah. The How Loveline do you know pod- him? Oh, is, do you have a podcast one podcast? No, but I met him as a guest from some podcast oh, okay. shows. Yeah. Mm, well, that's pretty okay, cool. Nice and things are going well with Straight Talk with Ross? Yeah. And, you know, in a studio just a couple doors down from here yep. every week? Studio four. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. Um, I'm on the... No, I was gonna say, it, but we don't have the bell. What's all right? What's the phrase? Is the what is the turn of phrase? Is it, is it, you're on the. No, never no. mind. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it. I can't think of the right words, so I okay. don't want to say it and misspeak and then look like an asshole. Gotcha. That's a first <laughs> in Blackcast history. <laughs> somebody afraid of misspeaking and looking like an asshole, but somebody who did not look like an asshole is our great friend Farad yes. Muhammad Thank you at so much. Fard. Muhammad, right. but it is pronounced Farad, and uh, we do really appreciate you being out here Thank and uh, visiting with us because you know you could be you could be at Pink's right now eating fourteen hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. not eighteen because let's be crazy. Let's not uh, be crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I'm big, but I'm not that. Big. Yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not Orson. <laughs> exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Farad, before we go, I almost forgot. What's this movie that you're in? Uh, I'm in the movie called Jesus Bro. Wait, Jesus Bro? <laughs> Jesus Bro. Yeah. Is this anything like? Buddy Christ, which I was a big fan of from the movie Dogma, the Kevin Smith movie, the little dashboard thumbs up Buddy Christ. You know what? That would have been nice, but no. <laughs> oh, I love Buddy Christ. So I'm probably in on Jesus Bro. Tell yes. me more about it. Well, Jesus Bro is a, it's a send-up movie. It's kind of a spoof movie of the recent crop of uh, Christian films that have come out recently, like God's Not Dead. God's Not and, Dead. Uh, and then uh, I think the sequel was stuff. God's Really, Really Not Dead. Exactly. Actually, that's the third one. The second one is God's Really Not Dead. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of it kind of uh, it kind of plays with the uh, with the tropes. There you go. It plays with the tropes of the different uh, uh, Christian films that are uh, the, the more recent crop of uh, pure flicks movies that are out there. And so uh, I play a character by the name of Carlos because uh, this type of film would would, would hire a black guy would, by the name of Carlos. And <laughs> I, I I kind of play like the friend of the main character. And, okay. Uh, the main character is this guy called the Rickhead. He's supposed to be like this you know angry atheist internet uh, guy who. Uh, uh, ends up drinking some rather odd beer that's uh, infused with holy water. Meets up with uh, Santa Christ, which is a character that is known on the, on the on a series called the Nostalgia Critic. But he's brought into this movie as like a, as a new type of character. And uh, yeah, it's a hilarity. And so you have the Santa Christ and Jesus Bro in yes. the same movie. Well, the, the title of the, movie the title is, is Jesus movie. Bro yeah, yeah, and yeah. Santa Christ. Yes. I wonder what he leaves under the tree, Santa Christ. Uh, Sega Genesis is basically Sega Genesis. I see. I would. I would have guessed communion wafers, and um, that's that's not wine, you know. But well, it's interesting. How do people find it? 
Uh, people can be able to find it on JesusBroMovie.com. Okay. Uh, you can be able to order it on DVD, or you can order it on demand through Vimeo, or you can rent it on Vimeo. So you got those three options there for you. Yeah, I think that uh, they're, we're definitely getting away from DVDs being people's preferred method of mm-hmm. things. I think a lot of people like to stream it, you know, check it out. So if if you're a fan of Farad Muhammad, if that sounds interesting to you, go to JesusBroMovie. Yes. Dot com. And it's also, and but also on the DVD, you can get like a commentary, and I'm actually in the commentary. As oh, well. see, now I would have to get the DVD. Yeah, get the DVD. So there you go. <laughs> you did a good job to actually sell the physical product. I'm personally a fan of physical product. I like looking at CD booklets, although I buy like four CDs every two years at this point. Pretty much. And, you know, I still like to look at the Blu rays or whatever. And here's the thing people make a lot of assumptions about like, oh, I don't, I don't need to buy this movie or whatever because i can stream it the streaming rights change all the time and you never know when each studio is going to want to have their own streaming service which is coming by the way oh yeah you know we already have each network basically having their own it's not for pay but we're one step away from that so uh so buy the dvd you'll own it forever yeah exactly (laughs) and that's one to grow on Well, I think that that's all the time we have here. That's the beauty of the Black Cast, because I can be like, oh, we've run out of time. But, you know, we, we've got episodes that are 50 minutes. We've got episodes that are an hour and 45 minutes. We've got the two-hour 15 granddaddy of them all, oh, which yeah. um, maybe one day I'll just set out to do more than that. But I, I feel like I wouldn't let myself do that ever again. What was it? The two hour and 15 minutes yeah, was one right. that we recorded already a whole show and then yeah. we hadn't talked about Spider-Man yeah. and we talked about how we had to talk about Spider-Man, Amazing right. Spider-Man 2. Right. <laughs> so that's how it ended up being two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. That's all ground we've covered in the past. But let's look to the future. Yeah. The future, Conan. Oh, oh dang it. All the way to the year 2000. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> In the year 2000, the Black Cast will be available on your phone. What? <laughs> and we will see you next time on the Black Cast. Give us one big laugh on the way out. Here on the protest is beef burgers. We know a little place in the American Far West where Charlie Briggs chops up the finest prairie-fed beef and tastes this is a lot of shit, you know that. Orson, you did six last year, and by far and away the best, and I know the, the reason. The right reading for this is the one I'm giving it. I spend 20 times more for you people than any other commercial I've ever made. You are such pests. Now, what is it you want? No, I think in your depths of your ignorance, what is it you want? Too much directing around here. One more. <laughs> and that's one to grow on.